0: All right, welcome back to Two Dudes That Game. This is the Two Dudes Review Stuff segment of the Two Dudes That Game channel. We're gonna we're gonna patent that name. Review stuff. That's what it's called. Review
1: reviews stuff or reviews. reviews stuff.
0: Two dudes that review stuff.
1: Two dudes that review stuff.
0: Or it's gonna be the. This is reviews stuff by Two Dudes That Game.
1: Yeah, I got I got nothing. You you. Can or it's
0: reviewing me. stuff.
1: I tried to give eight. you I said I tried to give it a title you changed that in 30 seconds so
0: I didn't change your title in 30 seconds
1: I mean I it was so memorable even I don't remember what I titled that
0: uh, yeah, I yeah I you'd have to give me a specific here but I don't think you're going to be able to do that No All right so today we're going to be getting into The Last of Us episode 2 James This was um we kind of want to get your thoughts on this episode here cuz I feel like it was a little bit different pacing than the first. But we still kind of got the same same kind of um I guess you could say outline of an episode of like yeah. going into the past, seeing a little bit and then moving through the episode. So, how did you feel overall? Uh did you feel like the episode hit? Did it not hit?
1: I definitely think it hit. It's it's a great episode. Again, I'm, gonna, I'm coming at this episode as I'm watching it as someone that hasn't played the game. And then as I watch the episodes, of course, I always check in. I love IGN, so I, I always look at kind of the the back and forth between the game. And and um, I know you've been, been fighting the sickness a little bit, so we didn't record yesterday like we normally do. And I said, hey, I'm kind of a little worried about this shot for shot, word for word directly from the game. It's starting to not be that this exciting to me. And I don't know if that's the right direction. You know, every gamer person in the world is probably like, no, this is the, the writing and the game was great and they should do it exactly the same. And that feeling in the pit of my stomach that I'm starting to get is almost why it's better when they don't do it exactly like the game. And I know that the story is great, but how much longer are the, the gaming people going to feel like they are inclined to keep tuning in? Well, that's just my 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 initial worry and thought. Again, I'm not saying that it's bad writing. I'm not saying that the show is bad, and if you haven't have nothing to do with the game, it's going to be great. I think if you're a get, ga- you know, I re- do the other other podcast parents versus gaming, if you're trying to get your parents to understand what a story is really like in a video game, so far this is perfect. I think it's a perfect balance to show people and parents can really understand like, oh wow, video games really do have, you know, it's not just shooting things and Mario jumping over blocks, but um, it, it just gets to the point, like, is there going to be any kind of twist? Is there going to be any kind of differences from the game that are so dramatic that one are the gamers going to be okay with it and not lose their absolute mind? And two is, is it still going to draw that casual audience? Now I know there's subtle things different, just like at the end of this episode, Exactly what happens and how they react. I I know there are small changes that well, there make is a significant
0: difference sense. in in this episode. I, I understand. I understand on that timing way. and pacing and when they get there. But, but there I is think, a
1: there is a lot of shot for shot and word for word.
0: Yeah, but I think you're 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 really pushing too far into that because the way I look at it, the biggest the biggest issue you can do with any one of these remakes let's say it's any remake that you have out there is you go and you don't capture the iconic scenes and moments in the way they were meant to be captured or improve upon them there are plenty of things in the in these last couple episodes where the scenes weren't identical and they improved upon them the pacing of where they got to places to do the story improved upon the story but, like, if you go back to the scene from last episode of Joel holding his daughter and getting gunned down, there was no way to make that scene better
1: no, and portray
0: what you needed. So going word for word was perfect at that point. So there's, and, and again, they also let the, the, and I would say it's not word for word. They let the characters, you know, portray it in that way. But I think you, you have to kind of look at it as, like, we're getting I think this show is gonna be more about the backstory of how a lot of this happened because we don't have any of that. In the game, the way you get the backstory is by picking up newspapers and reading them or finding notes on the ground and doing stuff like that. You you have no idea of how this happened. So in this, you know, we're gonna start with some more backstory here. Um but I I I think next episode my personal opinion you're going to see a very far divergence from the game. You're going to start to see them taking their liberties here because even in that trailer and we haven't done that trailer yet so I'm not going to say anything but even in that trailer I was kind of like, "Huh. You're t- that's different. Like like there, this is this isn't how these guys are to get. Like it there's some significant changes um and whether or not they're going to improve upon that, that that's my question there. So, yes, I think in the first two episodes, staying as close as you could to the storyline of the game was a good idea to get everybody hooked. Now, I think you can start to diverge from that and you can start telling your own little bit story. So I think from here on out, you're going to have iconic scenes that are going to be pretty close, but everything else is going to be their new interpretation of it. I think this was just to get you pulled in. And also as a gamer, as watching this, I'm just sitting here like, is this going to be different? Is it not going to be different? I'm kind of interested. Are they going to do the same thing? Like, what are they going to change? How are they going to change it? Like, I'm interested in that. Now, if we get to the seventh episode and we've watched the, like I could have just gone online and watched uh, you know, all the cutscenes put together to see the story. Like, okay, I'll be a little bit upset about that, but in the first two, I'm not going to sit here and say, Oh man, we, we've got way too much of the same. A lot of what has been the same. I don't think you would want to change because it okay. hits so well. Gotcha. Yes. Maybe they could have not made it so easy for uh, Tommy to walk around the car. Okay. Well you know, we'll 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 change that up a little bit there. Maybe maybe they maybe they add a little bit of more difficulty to the story there since that, that but um the changes that they've made I think sell the characters, but in the beginning of this, the prologue and the first start of this really story, I don't know how you could tell any other way. Now yeah. that we've gotten out of the you know, we get out of the city, we're starting to get out to the west. Now it opens up this whole world. Like we don't even have to go to the same places anymore. Like we just had to get out of this first. And there was a very defined way on how they get out. Yeah. Anyway,
1: let's get into the episode. All right, so let's jump into the episode here. We're gonna break this down. Now we're gonna be a little bit quicker through some of this. There's no reason to drag some of these things out. So we get the opening scene. Again, Ender talked about Uh, You talked about how it goes, again, just like the first episode, it's showing something in the past. Yeah, we're in Jakarta here. Super past. We're in Jakarta, September 24th, 2003. I believe this is a day or two before. Two days before the outbreak. Two two days before the outbreak. And we're not exactly sure now. We see uh, these guards, military of some sort, go into this restaurant and everyone's kind of looking around. And they point someone in the back and it turns out to be this old lady. And you're like, (laughs) so immediately I'm like, what? It's a crime lord. What's going on here? Now, of course, I remember the radio thing from the first episode. So, Jakarta had some sort of thing going on. So, obviously, we're about to see maybe the start of it or what happened.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, and, and also, you got to remember in these countries to have your military walk in and say you're coming with us normally is not a good thing. This lady is terrified. She has no idea why these guys are picking her up.
1: Yeah. So, she finally has a little conversation in the car and, and they say, You're the professor of mycology, right? Because she's terrified. She's like, I think you have the wrong person. And they're like, you're the professor of mycology from the University of Indonesia. And she's like, yeah. He's like, well, you don't know what
0: mycology is. It's the study of fungus.
1: Fungus. Yeah. So he's like, we have the right person. It just goes on. Like they don't say anything else to her. So she's kind of getting rushed and ushered through this uh, hospital of some sort that we assume And she gets taken into this room, and this woman starts trying to explain kind of what she's going to give. And the military person says, let her see it. Let her diagnose it herself. Like, they basically want no outside influence. They just want her to look at something on a microscope slide and give her...
0: Well, I did like that, and my wife really liked that, because she always felt, in movies, they always, like push and like have someone tell them something about it before they look at it to make their own opinion. They're like, this is how you would actually have someone come in. Like you would have a third party that knows nothing about it come in and take a look at it as an expert in their field to give you their opinion um, just to kind of isolate your thoughts and, and what you think is, is really going on. Yeah. Now she would take taken a whole lot more time <clears throat> to look at this. I love how she takes her glasses off and there's definitely and she looks at it like, five not even a second and a half and she knows everything about it but okay well we gotta, so, we it, gotta pace it a little bit no
1: but i uh, see i don't i i think that i think that's the point she looks at this slide and she sees something so basic that in her field that would be like yeah of course this is you know what you say hydrocordyceps or o- ophiocordyceps or whatever the actual term is of this this fungus um, here, let me let me look and get the exact word. I don't want anyone. Well, it's it's cordyceps.
0: She cannot survive in humans. Like yeah, why it's did the why did but this why did is why you what prepare I, it with human skin samples. Like
1: yes, they well she says why did you use chlorazol to prepare the slide? She's very confused because this should just be some sort of plant fungus. You would not use chlorazil chlorozole to prepare the slide so i do think it's on purpose Ender, that she looks at it very quickly because i think it's something super common especially in her field but but again she wouldn't have
0: known all of that from looking at it the way it is anyway it doesn't matter it's it's very small and they
1: they immediately answer her because that is the preparation used for samples taken from a human and immediately she's like uh what are you talking about? That's not that's not possible. I can't live in a human. And it brought me back to that first episode where the guy says, you know, talking about the fungus adapting. What if adapting, global warming, all these different things. So eventually she goes into the morgue area. She's all, you know, bundled up. Okay. To...
0: HBO, if you're listening.
1: <laughs> Here you go. You do
0: not have to find a reason to have a naked woman in every show like this little autopsy that this lady does has nothing to do with any of the areas of this woman that could have been covered up she does not need to be laying here butt naked like we do not need to see bush it's for,
1: it's for effect
0: it's there's no effect here this is HBO. The shock factor. This is HBO requiring to have some form of naked body in every Maybe, show that you they don't do. Know.
1: Maybe Neil um, Druckmann is a fan of Game of Thrones and he was like, I will only do it if we can have multiple naked people. Uh, my wife and, and I both, both just looked at each
0: other and was like, Really, HBO? Really? Like like this is hey, where Neil we're Neil
1: Druckmann directed this episode.
0: I I know. My question is, really? Like you couldn't put a towel. Okay, like, some so she goes into here. this
1: naked Indonesian woman, and she starts inspecting. She sees the area of the, Not the naked. fungus. naked. Buck naked. Okay, so she's completely naked. She sees the area of the the fungus infection. kind of like it looks like a bite. Uh, she yeah. takes a scalpel, and as soon as she hits it, you see the fungus come out of her ankle area. And she asks, "Is this a bite from a human?" They say yes. Next thing you know she goes up into the mouth area and I kind of thought to myself, how did you, how did she know? And we know from watching the show it's up there, but how did she know to even think to look there? I guess it's because that's her specialty. And maybe that's something. Well, that if you think about what the what the, um, what the, what
0: the, what the science, the other scientist was saying, like they, they try to control their host. So I think yeah. she's like, okay, if this is all the way down here, did it, has it gotten to the brain? Like, is it, is well, it also? Yeah.
1: And if they're biting, it must be up there too, I guess. Yeah. So they, obviously she pulls something out of the mouth. And it's the fungus that we saw in the first episode coming out of that old woman's woman's mouth. And it's kind of gross. Next thing. And there's one key thing
0: here. You kind of have to look at is when she pulls the fungus out. Oh, it's moving. It's moving. So there's the diff. And I don't think a lot of people would know this and they don't really state it, but fungus are not reliant on the host to be alive, to keep themselves alive. They will eat rotten flesh. That's what's different than a virus. A virus is 100% dependent on the host being alive.
1: Like Walking Dead, as soon as they shoot the zombie in the head, it's...
0: It's done. Yeah, because it's it's viral. And that's where this this is a whole lot different and a whole lot more of a problem because it's going to stay alive in the rotten flesh. It can eat rotten flesh where viruses cannot.
1: So we cut to uh, the woman sitting on the couch and she's having a little bit of dialogue here and she's getting a, a cup of tea. And the main point of this dialogue is she kind of wanted to know when, when it happened. They said it's approximately 30 hours ago. Uh, they said it's on this West grain uh, factory. And she says, Oh, basically a perfect substrate, which is basically a perfect place for this fungus to grow and, and develop. And I have something to talk get up about, there. about that with the grain. Okay, go ahead.
0: So I didn't notice it until.
1: It's a flour and grain factory.
0: So so, go back to the first episode. You see that Joel and them don't have pancake mix.
1: Yeah, they don't have pancake mix. They don't get they the bread theory that everybody had been talking they don't, about. Yeah, they
0: don't get a cake. <clears throat> but if you look at them, there's the, the shot, the cookies. She doesn't eat the cookies because they're raisins. So they, they're dodging all of this flour and grain the whole time. And then you see the cut of them feeding the grandmother biscuits. So we were—we mm-hmm. always had this theory of like when they made the theory very thoughtful of, oh, did we go into the city and get it? No, they've been eating all this grain food, and they got it from that way. They just happened to dodge all of this grain. And then he also I'm tell
1: you right now, Ender, I would be screwed. If this no, happened but really. that also goes I into his comments.
0: <laughs> we laughed at it, but his comment of being on Atkins actually like saves him from this. So just interesting how close they could have been to being infected, but they didn't. And it didn't mean anything to me until like, right then I was like, Oh, that's why they've been, that's why they were so heavy on dodging all this like awesome food.
1: Yeah. Now here's my, here's my favorite part. Um, She kind of asked exactly what happened. This coworker became crazy. bit Three of them. They locked her in a room. Uh, the police came. She tried to attack them. They shot her. And they go on to talk a little bit more about, okay, well, what happened to the other people? And they said they rounded up, they basically executed them. Yeah. And I mean, what else are you going Then she's like, okay, final question. Okay. And her, I could see the, the wheels turning. Okay, we've contained this. No problem. Okay, who bit her? We don't know. And she starts getting nervous and she said, oh, so they're still out there. And then they talked about people missing and was she's like, well, how many, missing. 14 people missing. And she's like, she starts shaking and her hands are going crazy. She sets down the tea, and he's basically saying, we need medicine. We need a vaccine. We need you to come up with something. And he's like, what, what do you do with it? And she's basically says, there is no medicine. There is no vaccine. There's nothing you can do. And he says, what do you do? And I just kind of thought to myself, oh, I don't know if she's even going to have an answer. And she drops an answer that I was like, oh, wow, did not see that coming. She basically says, bomb, you need to bomb the city. Now, Jakarta is probably the largest, one of the largest, if not the largest city it's of capital. population in Indonesia. Right. So she immediately asks if she can go home to be with her family. She, there, there is no way to stop this you have to, like, if you want to save humanity, you bomb this city today. And all of us in it. You, me, like, she's like, we're all done. Yeah, it. I,
0: it's and I, it's one of those I things really where took me, took I'm me by sitting here watching there. this and we'll kind of get to the point that there's another, further in the episode where they talk about it. Um, it, When my wife was talking about it after the show, she's like, yeah, they just like need to burn everything like that's the only it's it's all you can do and then what she says like dropping bombs like it's like that's all you could do with something like this would try to when you have no idea where it's coming from or how to contain it and it's this deadly obviously um killing them all is the only option mm. and then we get our cool little uh intro scene
1: we get our new little intro on our credits uh always it's really cool of course the way that that spreads out and you can tell the fungus is starting to spread even more and then we cut to ellie sleeping on what we think they make it seem like it's a field of grass and it's also funny that she's like looks like she's had the greatest night of sleep of her life she's looking around everything looks really beautiful she finally panned the camera pans around and you see joel and tess just sitting there. Joel's got his gun in his hand, ready to gun her down. And you well, quickly they just remember found
0: out. Yeah, they that's...
1: just found out she was bitten. So they think she's infected and she's trying to convince them that they weren't. So I'm assuming here that they have not slept a second.
0: No, they don't, they don't
1: trust. They, it. they don't trust her. They stared right at her. They're ready to just, to just gun her down. And they're, they're already arguing, but they make her stay there. Um, they want to see the bite again. It looks like healing, let alone And also, another
0: little fo- thing there, the butterfly that flies over top of her again. F- there's a bunch of butterflies and they continue to move on with that, that part of the story as well.
1: Uh, they get into a little bit of a conversation. What was Marlene doing with an infected kid? She says, I wasn't infected. Um, and then uh, they wanted to know what kind of test that they were doing. And she says, they made me count to ten and hold out my hand. And keep it steady, and they kind of realize, okay, you know that that proved everything. And I loved how Ellie immediately goes into, well, maybe it was the fact I didn't turn into a fucking monster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I love Ellie's, this girl's attitude. I mean, Bella Ramsey is just solidifying this character to me. She's crushing it, and she's got this attitude about her, and I think she's portraying well. And role. now I
0: understand perfect. why the the second word she learned with an English accent was fuck, because I think every third sentence is she's dropping it in this, and which is oh, perfect. Oh, on this show,
1: she says fuck constantly. Yeah. It's perfect. So she asked if she can go, uh, she needs to go to the bathroom, so they say, hey, you can go back there, you can find a spot. Now, I find this was a little bit funny because Tess ends up throwing her a magazine, and it's almost like Tess all of a sudden has this like motherly like tendencies to her and she's trying to be careful. Well, but I think Tess Joel is, is
0: not I think Tess is starting to under at this point Tess is starting to understand the realize of the importance of her. Uh, yeah. Joel's lost humanity. Like Joel's gone. Yeah, Joel. Joel she doesn't, doesn't care anymore. It's survival. That's it. He just wants care. to
1: do this to get to Tommy.
0: Yeah. And I did think when they they kind of like go to Joel's hand of him shaking and they had just talked about like steady hand shaking and she's like, Oh, a hairline fracture. And he's like, yeah, it'll heal fast. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I can kind of understand that since you're punching a human um, and not one of the monsters, but he has definitely got a broken hand at this point.
1: Yeah. now the other thing I find interesting is Joel's immediately right now. He, he wants to go back. Yeah. He wants to take her back to the QZ, hand her off, sneak her back in, do whatever, and just be done with it. Um, they'll find a different way to get the battery in the car and all they need. Tess reminds him this is probably the best way. If we bring her back in, someone's gonna find her. They're gonna see her arm. They're gonna kill. Her. Like they're not even gonna give her an opportunity. And you know, Tess, start, like you said, Tess is starting to feel it. maybe, maybe this is maybe this is real. So let's just get the job done. I also done. think
0: there's a line there where Joel says, "Better them than us." I think, I think he doesn't want to shoot a girl. He still thinks she's gonna turn. In his yeah. mind, it's like, okay, she. She just didn't turn as fast. Okay. The everyone turns.
1: Yeah. So then they start eating. They say, hey, do you want some food? And it looks like just jerky or something. And, um,
0: <laughs> well, it's, um, it's, it's, I can't remember what they call in the game. Crap.
1: Food rations? No, it,
0: it's a specific. So because of all the grain issues, it's like, it's like mushed, um, Cause there's no, there's no. It's like mushed vegetables and stuff together. It's it's gotcha. the specific things they had that have zero grain. But she's sitting here eating a sandwich.
1: Yeah. So they, she's like, no, no, no. Marlene packed me some stuff. Next thing you know, she's eating a chicken sandwich. And I was like, wait. So she can eat bread. It's it's cool now. But I guess but because she, she can't get infected, can't get sick. So, like, but I mean, she says smugglers must have got this to us. So, the, but they're freaking out. They're like, I think the chicken part
0: they're freaking out about
1: because it's so good. Yeah. I think the bread was an oversight. I don't know if that was on purpose or I mean, I think the a bread TV was on, per- on. I think
0: purpose. the bread was a thing from the develop, like from the directors of like she can still eat bread while no one else can. You know, no one else is even going to attempt to eat bread because they're afraid of getting sick. Like, think about it. You know, all of this stuff runs through grain and bread and all those things. You think you're just going to eat bread? Like, I mean, the no.
1: bread looks pretty fresh under. It's not, not like that bread's been sitting around for 20 years. Doesn't doesn't mean that they it's not in there still. Like That's the, a, so, the, why the are they still making infections it? Infections all over That's the place. my point. Who's still making bread? I don't know. That's my I I don't know. I thought that part was a little bit dumb. Fedra? Uh, yeah, granted that she can she can eat it. But I mean, who maybe else is?
0: Fedra's making it and they're stealing it from Fedra, and Fedra's just not giving it to them.
1: And it's gluten-free? Probably. Like, who knows? It's 2023, Anyways, man. They they realize that she must be super important. She's eating chicken and she's basically got better rations and everything um they want to know exactly why she's important and it's funny because the last episode marlene said what i'm about to tell you don't tell anybody because they'll probably kill you and
0: well i mean it's kind of like she doesn't really have a choice
1: great i was told not to tell anyone and the first people i'm with here i am telling them
0: yeah but it's it's not like she doesn't have a choice they're not going to take her where she needs to go if she doesn't say something
1: yeah Now, she starts to say exactly that she's the cure and all this. And and they hear, I mean, Joel starts speaking exactly what it is. Um, They've heard that it sounds like they've heard this a million times. There's always some sort of miracle cure around the corner that never seems to pan out. And it just seems like he's like, yeah, 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 whatever. So him and Tess argue a little bit more. And they decide they're going to go, and right as they're about to leave, Ellie asks, can to have a gun. Jess like,
0: "Well, you missed her little you know. joke there of when she started to do her like, uh, their t- like she's going to turn at some point." Oh, she goes,
1: he ah, said. Ah, well, he ah, says, he says, "Okay, you know." Joel finally says, "Okay, let's go." And as but uh, he says, "But if one twitch, she, she just, makes ah, one twitch, ah, and then she starts going ah, yeah. ah, like turning." I mean, the has got balls. So. The girl's got
0: because this guy wants to shoot her like. And and I think he, she just watched him kill a guy he knew. Yeah. So she got balls on her to be able to like you know continue to make these jokes.
1: But I do like how uh, Tess they're they're packing up their stuff. They're getting ready to head out, and she sees them pick up a gun. And yeah. Ellie's like, "Can I have a gun?" And they're like, "No." And she's like, "Great, I'll just throw a fucking sandwich at them." <laughs> so her she definitely got a smart mouth. That's for sure. Yep. So they go outside and again I love Ellie's this, this blown shot away. the tower
0: shot. I mean, the oh tower my God, shot is really, is really great,
1: and Ellie's completely blown away. Uh at oh well. Wow. And they're like, yeah, looks different in the daylight, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it's just I mean you can just see where and this kind of goes back, and and I always wondered this because I'm like, we're only going 20 years forward. Like, how did all these buildings fall over? Like what the hell happened here? And then we kind of get into that as they walk in, is like the big crater, is this where they bombed? So it's like they took that mentality even to the US. Like the US was bombing. Yeah, they bombed
1: everything. Now it does, like, um, it does seem like, it does seem like that. I mean, they basically say it worked. The bombing worked here in yeah. Boston. And it, it didn't work. Which is work. why I
0: think it's a QZ. Like you got to yeah, think about it. But it didn't
1: work in uh, other places.
0: Yeah. So um, I think in the US, though, it's a little bit different because our population. Is dense in certain areas, but we are spread out a whole lot more than you would think of, like a place like Indonesia, where everybody is in the city. Like you don't have yeah. a lot of people on the outskirts, um, compared to we do. Just because you don't have the infrastructure, we have a very broad infrastructure across the U.S.
1: Yeah, no, I like the dialogue here again, and I don't know how much this is ripped from the game, but they, they come outside and they decide they need to get to the state courthouse, basically, which is where they're supposed to meet these fireflies at on, on the west side and. And they say so we're really we going the long way this or, isn't or the a short lot. way.
0: This isn't out of the game. Like they've this is all new. Change a little bit. Yeah. But they say
1: we're going the long way or the short way. And Tess is like, Well, we go the long way or the we're fucking dead way. Yeah. And I that. out Ellie's like, well, I vote long way just based on the limited information you gave me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um Yeah, so, I mean I think it's there and then and then we kind of get this conversation of just like talking about how she got bit and what she was doing
1: and now um, i do like this this quick little cut this quick little cut over of a restaurant yeah because the restaurant we looks, the episode, it looks beautiful we opened the episode with a restaurant and then it shows this restaurant and i think this is just basically to symbolize and and this is something to do in the walking dead a lot I, I think it's to symbolize like it just happened like in the middle of the day like yeah. this stuff like the breakout happened Well, and, they were and sleeping wife, in a barber shop and then
0: now they're in that you see the restaurant you also um one just easter egg for the gamers out there uh you'll see she walks past uh, a giraffe, uh, giraffe and then like later on the giraffe um that giraffe was like in Ellie's room um I mean sorry in Sarah's room and then also uh there's other things as we go forward I'm going to I'm going to be interested if they bring the giraffe into play or not
1: yeah so then uh, they start Tess starts talking to Ellie about how she got bit and they talk about she was in the mall in the QZ she got bit down there. No one's supposed to go down there. And she's like, yeah, that one. She's like, yeah, whatever. I snuck in. And she does lie here because they ask if she was by herself. She says, yes. Now we know yeah, so that, that whole mall is the uh, DLC pack. The DLC. Yeah. Is, so I assume we're probably going to get some flashback scenes of exactly yes. what went down. they're,
0: they're hinting at that way too hard uh, to not.
1: Yeah. She says one came out of nowhere and uh, she said, I thought I got away, but clearly not. But Tess does ask if you're alone. And she the said, DLC yeah.
0: also kind of clears up why Marlene cares so much. Because you kind of like are always wondering why the, the leader of the flyer f- is, gives two yeah. craps about this girl that got bit.
1: Well, remember in the first episode, she did say she's the one that put her in the FEDRA camp. So she's yeah, but her- you kind of understand
0: why she did all of it because of the yeah. relationship that they actually have that Ellie doesn't really understand. Yeah.
1: She talks about being, here's the other thing I thought was funny is they say, do you have mom, dad, anyone going to come after you? She says, no, I'm an orphan. They're like boyfriend. And she's like, uh, no. And I don't know if that's because she's like young or because she's gay that she's like, no, like maybe there would be a girlfriend, but definitely not a boyfriend.
0: Um, I think it was kind of, yeah, her, like you could take it either way. Either way. Um, her character I believe I believe is gay um through the game
1: yes mm-hmm.
0: yeah so I think that was just kind of that there
1: so then it cuts through and and uh, they're walking across the bridge of course and they get down and they they open up this I don't really know where they it's are the hotel in, the hotel okay yeah it's like the
0: Ritz Carlton
1: <laughs> they get to the hotel they talk about staying there and it's really funny because uh, they're like, we have to go on the other side. And Ellie's like, I can't swim, dude. And Joel I'm tell finds you- it funny because he jumps in. But from what I heard that the game, there's a lot of carrying okay. Ellie around the water.
0: Okay. I have PTSD from this freaking game about finding little planks to put Ellie on and swim around with her. And try to figure out these damn puzzles because the girl can't swim. Like, spend a week, teach this girl how to swim, and we would have gotten through this a she whole tells lot faster. You,
1: she tells you, do you think there was pools in the QZ?
0: I'm just saying, like, find a pond. There's a pond somewhere. Like, I don't know, but it, the amount of t- the amount of water in this game that you're, like, pushing her on these little, uh, like, raft plank things is just like, oh, I do not want to do this anymore.
1: You know, it's funny because they're walking through the water, though. Joel does dump down there and prove to her that they, you know, it's waist high. So they're walking through the water, and immediately, you know, she's, Ellie's supposed to be what, 14? Yeah. And they keep throwing in these scenes. At the end of the day, Ellie's a kid. Ellie is going to be mischievous and goofy and act out. And it kind of reminds me of my uh, 15 year old stepdaughter. Like, we'll go somewhere and try to be super serious. Not happening. And she'll turn everything into being funny. Something is funny. Something about somebody's butt crack or something. Well, butt and you see, that in, you see that in you see that Ellie. She immediately runs over, starts playing with the bellhop cart. Yeah, she's like right this way to your room. She's like just being a kid. And as she's pushing this thing, uh, the skeleton falls and she screams. Of course, she yells "fuck" again. Probably the fifteenth. Yeah. Now so you could play a drinking game with her, saying "the F1 I know." I think we should. Sure. I, I but I also think
0: it kind of. You have to remember here in this game, too, and in the show, there's not a lot of kids. Yeah, like there's it's mostly adults. There's not a lot of kids and mainly they're the future. So her being like her actually being able to be a kid for these short, brief seconds, and then they snap you right back into the reality of this this horrifying place that you're at. So they're doing a really yeah. good job at that of like she's a kid. She wants to have fun. She is the hope. She is all those things. But then here's this skeleton that falls to remind you, this isn't a game. This isn't time to have fun. We, this is a serious, serious thing that we're doing here. And, and she doesn't get to live a life as a
1: kid. So they get to the top of the, um, the hotel area. They got to go into some sort of room that they're trying to get into, but everything seems to be locked. So this whole hallways caved in collapsed and there's rocks everywhere. And they decide someone's got to go through it. And it's kind of funny because Ellie says, oh, well, clearly I'm the smallest. Let me go. I'll go around and unlock everything. And Tess is like, no, because if you're dead, we get nothing. Does it work? We get nothing. So you're staying here. So Tess makes her way, which I think is funny because this is the first time we get a little Joel and Ellie alone time, right? They're kind of stuck. Well, since the, um,
0: he went to sleep for the last time they were together.
1: Yeah. So have a little bit of conversation. She's flipping a knife around. He's trying to make conversation with her. He says, Hey, where'd you learn to do that with the knife? She's like the circus. Yeah. So she just, I think it's just a show being a smart ass teenager. And, and Joel just, it's like, he doesn't know how to handle this at all. And then she starts to, you know, bring up, Hey, are you in test kind of like a thing? And he's like, pass. He's no interest in opening up with her at all or having, any kind of thing yeah. how'd you end up in boston Pass like he he does not have any interest in giving her anything to know about him
0: well i think he only wants to give her information that's going to keep her alive because the one question he does open up about is her question about the infected and basically like how long do they they last and you and you kind of learn that most of them die quickly some of them last two three months some of them a decades yeah. And that kind of starts telling you the level of, of monster that you could see um, in this show, just uh, based off of how long they've been infected.
1: So next thing you hear a little rustling in the room uh, on the other side of the door and Joel stands up real quick. gets all funny. And, and I hear all you hear is Tess say, Joel put down the gun. I, I I'm assuming that she couldn't see him. She just knew how he was. So that was her way of just saying, don't be an idiot put down the gun. It's just me. Um, but I didn't see anything that, that showed that, that, uh, she could see him, but they say, what now they go in and you can see whatever they were trying to get to. looks like it's been completely like it's gone. Whatever, whatever may or may not have been in this room. Uh, nothing is there. They go out, they look outside. And it's kind of the, the where they need to get to. Yeah. So the, but, the,
0: there's a lo- there's also a big difference here, and and I'm not gonna get that deep into it, but um, they skip over them actually having to go, to go through the two towers. So there's okay. there's a huge part in in the game of trying to get through these towers. Um, that honestly, I don't think you could do on film. Like I I just don't think they would have they would have they would have ruined their entire budget just trying to do that scene for the whole show with how much CG they would have needed and, and, and explosions and graphics and stuff like that. So um they do diverge. This, this is different. All of this is different. Yeah. These locations lean, are the same, but the, the, what they're doing is, is different. different. Yeah.
1: So they lean over the edge. They see all these infected zombie, like creatures, like just feeding on other people, other infected. I'm not sure exactly, but it's just hundreds. And, and, Uh, You see that uh, more and more people must have came to the city. They went inside, got infected, then they kind of spread outside. But Ellie notices that they're basically in in unison. So it's like they're all connected in some way. You see them, they'll roll over on one side and it like trickles like a waterfall effect. You know, almost like a wave goes all the way down and they all kind of do things in unison and together. So it's clearly like they're connected somewhere. And Tess and Joel basically explain that this fungus, this thing, there's like vines or some sort that can travel. This is all you know, different. under the city. This and, is not. And, yeah, you, this, game. yeah, th- this I understand that is that is very different, and it comes down to what you're. I think you're learning. This is replacing the spores.
0: I think this is replacing where the re- spores. Wear the
1: mask everywhere.
0: Yeah, I think as they're trying to figure out. Uh, well, I don't know if it's necessarily replacing the spores. I think it's just making it more terrifying.
1: Yeah. Like, so, let's
0: really think about it. Like, okay, these guys not not only. Do we have this fungus that we're dealing with in these people, but here's all this growth that's now across. how far like we, they can communicate with each other. They can feel together. Like to me, it's just more terrifying
1: if anything. Yeah. Yeah. No, what they, basically what you're getting out of this is they talk about how, you know, if you kill a couple infected on one side and they're connected through these vines, through the ground, through whatever. They'll communicate and inf- dozens of infected from maybe a mile away. will. Yeah, and the game, when you
0: killed them, they're you calling. were safe. That was the whole thing in the game. If you kill them all, you're safe. If you hide from them all, you're safe.
1: But can Here, you imagine it's like, if they were nope. able to make the game? And I know game engines and stuff are different. You know, Days Gone tried to do something like that, <sighs> World War Z. But imagine killing them in the game and they're 100 more on their way You would never get through you. the game.
0: You would never get through the game. <laughs> I'm sorry like see. like when when they, when I was listening to this, I'm like, How the hell do they survive like how like there's no way if all of a sudden a horde's gonna come after you every single time you drop one of these guys, like yeah, I think it just gives that level of like this is terrible because even when I yeah. go to kill one, I immediately have to be ready to get the fuck out of wherever I'm at.
1: Now, what I like here is that, um, you know, we've kind of got this sense that Ellie's immune to everything. She's immune to the infection. She can get bit. She's still going to survive. But Tess, you know, lets her know you're not immune from being ripped apart and wants her to really understand that. And for the first time, you kind of see a little bit of fear in Ellie. Like, yes, maybe you're immune from getting affected, but they are going, they will rip you apart. You're not immune from that.
0: Yeah. No, I I do love that line because you know you got to remember these are monsters. (laughs) They're not, yeah. They're not like they're not here to uh, be nice to you just because they can't infect you. They're they're just they're still going to eat you.
1: Yeah. So they come up to this uh, building. What building is this, Cinder, Do you know? This is the museum. The museum. Okay. So they come up to the museum, and it is covered in this fungus. that they just talked about how it's all interconnected.
0: Yeah, and then this is also you got to remember from the other the other ways. And this the like, oh fuck, we're gonna die away? <laughs> like we're not yeah. we're not going the good way anymore because we can't
1: because everything was blocked. So yep. they are going though, we're gonna die way. They they go up to this fungus and I'm thinking, didn't you just say you couldn't like mess with this stuff? Joel ends up you know smashing it and realizes it's completely dried out. So I'm assuming at this point that means that fungus is dead.
0: Yeah, I think that's what he's trying to say as he's looking at it, and I think that's the only reason he goes inside is because if this fungus is dead, then it's not connected to anything. There's really nothing living inside of there, but you see this guy who's obviously fresh. Yeah, as know. soon as they get
1: inside, Ellie finds a guy who's completely fresh. She's again, drops the F-bomb. Yeah, me up.
0: I mean, like, just, and, and he's kind of shredded. It's It's not a bite. This is something mauled this guy and hurt him it wasn't just trying to infect him like all these other ones so this is we're getting to uh, the next level of creature in this and this is where i want to i really want to kind of point out where i think and i didn't watch the walking dead but from what i heard and a lot of what i watched and my wife watched it where these shows really start to differ because the walking dead from what i understand the zombies were just the zombies like they never changed there wasn't different levels of them there wasn't anything like they they were were, just walking went
1: on but but for the most part the majority of the show they were one yeah they're just one
0: time type of zombies now here you're going to realize that this they're not all the same not everything's created equal here and a lot of it has to go back to time like how long has it infected the body how long can the body stay alive
1: yeah so we cut through and as they're they're talking about this person being dead ellie starts to say you know they say maybe somebody would hear and all this they're and, and Tess and joel are whispering but ellie kind of speaks loudly. who would hear and joel freaks out immediately and is like quiet and she whispers you know who would hear are you saying and are you saying an infected did that and she basically says i was attacked by one and it wasn't anything like that so now ellie's like very confused on what is happening here yeah and joel basically says from this point forward we are silent and i love how he reiterates it because i started thinking about the quiet place about how that was silent there's a difference between being quiet and silent and joel i feel like did a great job here like making sure she understood we are not being quiet we are being silent
0: yeah oh yeah and i mean there's I mean I have to reiterate that to my kids all the time of the difference between, you know, being quiet and being silent, like there's times for each. Um as they come up the steps, you do get Ellie stepping directly on one of the spores making a giant noise. Um yeah. And then you also as they walk into the Civil War room, which again, this is one of the main locations of the museum in in the game. So they nailed this. Like the set looks the same um you know, again, one of those iconic things where I don't really care what they do inside of here. They could change the whole thing that happens in here. But the fact that they nail the set makes me feel like I'm back in that nostalgia. Like, OK, I, I got an idea of what's going to happen. So it would be nice for them to take some liberties in how all of this plays out moving forward to give me some Easter eggs or, or things that I, I don't I don't know. But I will yeah. say for me. The anticipation of what's going to happen, knowing what's going to happen, was almost worse than the anticipation of my wife waiting that I had no idea what was going to happen.
1: Yeah. Now, what you start hearing is these this clicking noise as clickers. they enter that room. Oh, so we know those are, are going to be the clickers. And you realize that the clickers can't see you. But they have incredible sense, again, brought me back to A Quiet Place. It was a perfect example of kind of, of how something like this would play out.
0: Yeah, I think The Quiet Place uh, definitely had a, were fans of this game when yeah. they were going through it.
1: So eventually we, you know, the, the clicker's kind of moving around. But I think at this point we still think there's just one or maybe one where we don't know what's going on. So was
0: it just me or when they're looking at the clicker through the glass, did you think a Jurassic Park?
1: Yeah, With the a T-Rex, like I'm looking yeah. through the car like the immediately. No, 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 yeah.
0: the, the T-Rex in the car. T-Rex they, looking it, through it, the it, car. He's like, yeah. be silent, he can't see you. And then I'm like, who's going to turn the flashlight on? But these guys, it doesn't yeah. matter. So the other thing I did see on Twitter a lot was like, turn off your flashlights. They can't see. Like they, they have nothing. There's no light. Light doesn't affect them. It, it's yeah. literally they can only hear, and the clicking is a little bit of like an echo location that they've learned how to use in order to like find their way around. So that's why when they're moving, they click so they know what's in front of them. And that's how they got the name of clickers.
1: So they eventually make some noise here, and you see this this clicker turn its face, and you get a full in-the-flashlight headshot Dude, of this clicker. And you realize this, this fungus is coming out of this thing, and you got to imagine, okay... Yes, shoot him in the head is pretty standard. You've already seen it happen in the show. But that fungus I imagine is almost acting like a helmet.
0: I I don't know, but it almost looks like they did such a good job here. It looks like it's blooming. Like it's like it's like the top of a mushroom blooming. It's yeah. it's it like I feel bad saying it, but it's gorgeously
1: horrific. Like it's it's they did a beautiful job here. So we go through this whole fight scene Ender. Uh, I'm not sure how much you want to kind of break this down, but we do get to a part where Joel tells everyone to run. Well, I think this um, is your
0: standard scene. Like they're trying to get away from from these clickers. They know they can't make any noise. I mean, you see Joel's putting multiple bullets into this guy and it, yeah, it's, it's then he's trying not to reload fazeable.
1: when super silent as well. I thought yeah. That was and then he touch. also
0: knocks over um, a uh, statue. uh in order to like make the clicker move one direction or the other. Uh, you have a moment where they step on glass. That's kind of an homage to the game of like, why is there random glass on the floor
1: everywhere where I'm yeah, trying to get through in these a places? With display cases and and yeah. I, I obviously to me that was a throwback to the game where she's tucked in right behind him. Yeah. And they're sneaking across, you know, a display, and then of course he steps on the glass. Yep. Which makes that clicker go just racing towards them. And now he's uh the clickers on top of Ellie, she's trying to fight this thing off.
0: Well, he j- he jumps on Joel first and you're thinking like between yeah. well both of them really. And and you know, Ellie is in there like she's trying to get this guy off of him, helping him cuz she kind of knows like if it bites me it doesn't matter, if it bites Joel there's a problem.
1: Yeah. And you there's know? this scene uh I got to pause right now as I'm looking at it where you see Joel's watch again and it looks like this thing is about to bite uh, but he's, he's got his forearm underneath yeah. its throat. And of course you see Ellie gets her arm in there as well, trying to protect Joel. And eventually they shoot this thing to hell. Um, it gets back up. It comes at them and right as it's about to kill them. Uh, Joel gets some more shots on it. Well, and I was really pissed about Joel. Like
0: this thing's down and he's not even, he just puts like four more rounds in it. I'm like, Joel, you don't have that many rounds, like yeah. conserve your ammo Listen, and it just comes but in from other playing... scary
1: movies in other scary movies we'd be yelling that you didn't put the extra I know ammo but still one. it's
0: like it's like when you play this game because I've played it on the hardest modes, like there's not a lot of ammo. you spend most of this game with zero ammunition, zero weapons, and you're just like, Joel, conserve your ammo, come on
1: uh so they uh just like you said doesn't conserve his ammo. Another clicker starts running towards them. And right as the clicker starts to get to them, uh, they think they're, they're done for Uh test comes across with some sort of hatchet.
0: Dude. She puts that ax
1: right in the side of this dude's head. And uh, they put it down. Uh, Joel picks up another gun and is able to blow it away. See, that's more and- like her hitting it with the
0: hatchet. And then like, there was some like um, crowbars and things like that. That's more of the game. Like, like that's yeah. how you had to kill these things. You either got past them or you were fighting melee,
1: and then, of course, Joel, everyone's asking if everyone's okay. Joel says you're okay and and Tess is like, Well, I have a twisted ankle, but I'm okay. Uh, she asks, Ellie, are you okay?" and she says, well i did I didn't shit my pants, so I guess <laughs> yeah, so immediately kind of brings us back to that uh, little bit of humor, but um, she rolls over her sleeve and goes, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And you see that she's bit, which cracks me up. She's literally bit well, she looks like she's scratched
0: I didn't, it didn't bottom. look like a bite.
1: Yeah. But she says, I mean, if it was going to happen to anyone, I guess yeah. it's better to happen to me. Cuts to, to Tess immediately after that, maybe a little bit of foreshadowing there. We'll talk about that soon. Uh, cuts over to Joel and Tess says, let's get the fuck out of here. They climb out of a window. They go to the roof and this must be another throwback to the game because you see a plank connecting two roofs
0: yeah they exit the 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 museum the same way that they exit in the game and this walking across planks is something that you have to do a lot in the game you have to find different planks to connect you to different buildings because like there's infected like a below you and beneath you and you're trying to get around and a lot of the stuff's been bombed so you can't get there and then this scene is directly out of the game Uh, again the where they're standing
1: no i don't know if ellie is scared in the game but it's funny that uh, they say hey you know it's probably scary and she's like this is wood that was scary and she just walks all the way across to the other roof no problem yeah and joel tells her to wait there to give us a minute
0: yeah so i mean they the the the, the, that scene all of this is kind of cut the one thing also is um you see the golden dome that's where they're trying to get uh in this scene and the cool thing about this game is normally um you get these really broad shots that they're showing you here and you're always trying to get to the gold. Like th- that's yeah. kind of the thing. There's always like this this gold thing you're trying to get to. Um but again, I kind of go back to what I said before. I don't think there was a better way of doing that. Like why would you change that scene? It's gorgeous, it's yeah. beautiful. It's the great interaction between them. And it also um since they did skip the scene in the uh towers you they're starting to try to show joel is becoming more accepting of ellie
1: but he's still freaking out i, I don't he's want to be still bring freaking out here, but he's becoming as more he's accepting. Trying to tape of her. up as he's trying to tape up Tess's ankle he and this is where we know that she got bit a second time because he says well the first bite but what about the second bite and um Tess stops him and starts to freak out. And this is years of watching the walking dead. I immediately looked at my wife and said, well, she's going to die. She was bit. And she's like, how do you know? And I go, I just know. And, but she starts yelling at Joel saying, stop it. Like she's special. Like you need to take this serious, try try to take some good news for once. And just the way she was behaving and she was freaking out at Joel, like immediately told me she was probably bitten.
0: Yeah. Um, you can make that assumption from from the she way her character like, was acting. Like
1: maybe for once, we could take the actual win. Yeah, and she says, "I'll," you know, she basically like, "I'll wrap up the rest of my ankle, go and watch her." Yeah. And uh, Tess just kind of puts her head down. Now, of course, this is the scene you were discussing. Joel gets across the bridge, looks at her, and they have that iconic scene. And she says, uh, "It looks beautiful" as they're looking out at the dome.
0: Yeah, it's and but again, they did skip over like a big portion of basically ellie saving joel and i don't know if they're going to do that in the future of like she kills one of the clickers like they didn't have that Mm -hmm. in here where Mm -hmm. and that's where like they start kind of that that's that's why they're doing these out of a little bit out of sequence of where they're going they're going to some of the same places but they're also not doing them in the same sequence so certain certain events haven't happened that would have already happened
1: so they finally get to this gold dome courthouse, statehouse that they're trying to get to, and as they're tucked in behind some cars, I kind of laughed. I was like, "This is like uh, like a classic beginning of a scene in any video game third person cover shooter." Um, they're they're tucked in there, and they realize, you know, this is this should be a bunch of Firefly agents should be here, like yeah. they should. We should not be. Basically, I thought, okay, yeah, we definitely shouldn't be getting this close without them knowing that we're here. And uh, they see a truck up there, Joel kind of goes up to it, checks in, and realizes that someone just looks like it's just been... So, part of me
0: thought Joel was just going to open up the hood, take the battery, and be like, I'm fucking out. Like, part of me just felt like that, the way his character has been so long, he was just going to take that battery and just walk on away. Like, I've got her here, I'm taking my battery, I'm leaving, I don't really care if nobody's around.
1: Yeah, uh, I can definitely see how you draw that conclusion for sure. Uh then next thing you know, see Tess grabs Ellie, they run inside, Joel's like, whoa, whoa whoa. They get in there and everybody's dead. And what you realize is it looks like one of them has gotten infected and basically they just all killed each other.
0: Yeah, I mean that becomes the the distrust, isn't it? Like, are you infected? No, I'm not infected. Are you infected? No. And someone pulls the trigger, everybody shoots, mm-hmm. everybody's dead.
1: And this is definitely a a little bit different from the game. I think in the game, this has to do with the gun running that they were doing. And there's kind of a shootout here that happens, but uh, so a little bit different. And they start to play into some of the seeds they've been planting throughout the first couple of episodes. And that's where, you know, she's like, Fedra must've did this. He's like, no, one of them got bit. And like you said, they kind of all shot each other because you start to have that trust. Tessa's, freaking out she's looking for a radio she wants radio to or Ed. a map i
0: mean and she's not wrong here and again a lot of this dialogue is out of the game um but again like what are you gonna do when you get in there it's like is there a radio is there a map do they have something like where are we supposed to be going like they have these guys have to have something to tell them how to get to and from different places they're not just memorizing everything
1: yeah so they're asking to you know ellie where were you gonna go and basically Ellie's was like I, I don't know just west they were gonna take me west that's all i know yep And you know, there's they're they're looking for a map on one of them. There's gotta be something. And she, you know, she's like, Joel, help me. And he's like, Tess, it's over. And they're fighting back and forth, going on and on and on. And Joel's like, let's go back. And Tess is like, I'm staying here. She's like, I mean, our luck had to run out sooner or later. And then it definitely hits Ellie where Ellie points out she's infected. Yeah. Joel wants to see it we see it and then you can really
0: see how much just in that short period of time. Again, she's, she's bit in the neck area. So she has what five to 15 minutes or something like that from what it says
1: longer than that.
0: Yeah. So she's fighting. She's fighting here.
1: Yeah, but she is, she's close to being gone, but then she's like, look at Ellie's arm.
0: Like Ellie's arm has been even longer and it's not even, it's nothing compared to hers. This is real. So,
1: She's like, this is real. And she basically says, you know, it's almost like Tess has had all these feelings for Joel all this time. And she has accepted the fact that Joel's humanity is gone and he cannot feel love and he cannot feel the same for her. But she also knows that there has to be, there has to have been something between the two of them, something, something had to be there. So do this, like take that something, bring yourself back, finish this, take her to Tommy, take her West, take her wherever. But see this through. Like you do this for us. Yeah. Or do this for me. And so you have this kind of heartfelt moment. And, you know, Joel kind of reluctantly is it's like he doesn't want to say yes at all. But then one of them wakes up, he's infected. Joel walks over and shoots it. And then you see the fungus moving from its hand. And they realize. And this is from the foreshadowing with halfway through the episode where they told Ellie about all the infected and how they're connected. And if you stumble one on one side, dozens.
0: Yeah. And, but here's spot. the key is that it was infected in a spot where it could get its hand to open ground, open ground. Yeah. Like that was the thing. Like they're all laying on this concrete and, and the, you know, there's nothing there, but when he kills one and he can get his hand on grass and Moss, then the spores go into that Moss and call They call the horde, man, and you see the horde get up, and it's like, and they are
1: falling. Yeah, they are full on moving. Yeah, these are these are it's World War
0: Z, man. These these guys move. They don't they don't fuck around. They're not walking anywhere slow.
1: Yeah. So Tess is like, maybe we have a minute. You got to get out of here. She starts dumping gasoline barrels, uh, throwing hand grenades on the ground. Uh, There's gas everywhere. Joel's still kind of just in this bewilderment. Well, um, I think
0: Joel's also at, at a spin of where he I think he does he, he does feel for her and he's like I think I think in his mind is like is this really fucking happening again? Like are we really here?
1: Yeah. Now what I find interesting is is Joel eventually snaps to it and accepts it. And he grabs Ellie and they start running and Ellie fights her. She's like, We're not leaving her, we're not leaving yeah. her. But you know, you do understand that she's she's gone either way. So yeah. she pulls out this lighter. And she's struggling with getting the slider going. Now, I don't know, Ender, if this is the fungus. Like, she's trying to fight the fungus, so the fungus isn't letting her flick the lighter. I like, think it's, fungus, I think like, it's two, a couple of things. I think one, you knows. saw her
0: hand shaking. yeah, And, like, she's struggling to do motor skills. But you can also see as she gets to this, um, the other infected looks at her. Like, I think it, it it's definitely the fungus trying to take over. This has been longer than the time frame that they said she should be infected. So you know she's fighting this. A whole lot more. And then we kind of get this disgusting kiss of death moment.
1: This kiss of death, it's definitely different, you know, especially Walking Dead or something like that. The infected would come over, even if you were slightly infected, it would literally just start tearing you to shreds and biting you. But this infected comes over. He's trying to get his, you know, Toby Maguire. I don't, I mean, I think they're trying, I think he's trying to Go turn her
0: completely. Like, I think he sees, like, okay, you're fighting this. You're not my food, right now. Yeah. I don't need. I, I you know. My goal is to infect and in turn more than destroy. Like I think that that is the difference here. And then um, while the kiss of death is happening, she finally gets the lighter flicked and drops it on the floor, and
1: boom. We cut to Joel and Ellie outside as the explosion happens.
0: Yeah, and she uh, she ends a lot of those guys, and you kind of get this this stare where you know joel just kind of accepts it and continues to roll on and then you kind of get ellie turning around looking at joel walking away of like really like like holy shit this is this is realer than i thought it was going to be and she takes this really deep breath and just this shot that they have of her just standing there in front of this building with the american flag after we just like I didn't think you could make yourself feel more hopeless until you look at this scene. And it's just like, fuck my goodness. Like, is there any hope for these people at all? Um, regardless of the fact that they, these two got out, it's like, this is what we have just trying to get out. What are we going to get when we get into the wild? Like we're not even to the areas that they're really concerned about. Yeah. But she is
1: the hope, right? She is.
0: And, and, and now the hope is with the, the worst of them as you could put it it's not they're not with the best of them anymore they're they're dealing with the worst and joel's gonna have to figure out how to get past all of his you know previous issues and take care of this girl and get her to where she needs to be
1: so ender uh i like the episode i think it does hit like i said i'm interested to see where it goes um how much it starts to deviate from the show especially adding in how the fungus can can speak to each other i think we're going to see a lot more of that going forward i think they're going to lean into that and again uh does it keep up the trend of having some sort of past flashback that ties in to the episode and ties into the first episode and the second well, episode i think we're we going to get sliddle, all of the flashbacks
0: more. as like i think the flashbacks are going to be all the dlc i think you're going to look you're going to find out the dlc the backstory of of ellie uh more uh, as they move forward and But I don't really know how much more backstory you can get unless you're going to like move out of Jakarta and move into like the US, making the decisions on what they did and where the bombings were and all that kind of stuff. So they kind of played into being able to do some more backstory there on like how the US tried to contain it and how they weren't able to contain it. So you you have free range to go wherever you want with the backstory because we don't know. Yeah, yeah, we got, again, we have headlines of newspapers and the time stopped on that day. So you can pretty much fill in whatever happened in the
1: past. Yeah. So, so your, your final thoughts, you enjoyed it.
0: I, I enjoyed the episode. I, I understand where they deviated. Um, I understood where they stayed the same. Um, I think it was a very impactful, um, episode. My only problem with this episode, and it's not really, a, it's not a problem, um, I kind of feel bad for such a powerhouse actress to only have two episodes. So I'm really hoping they do some more flashbacks and bring her back of maybe like the backstory of her and Joel of how they met or how they got together or like, you know, things like that because, um, the actress that plays Tess is just a phenomenal actress and is, is heavily, uh, undersold, you know, when she was in fringe fringe was like you said, done at the wrong time. Um, So super undersold. And and I was actually surprised when they walked into the museum in this episode, because I was like, oh, shit, if they're going into the museum, that means they're going to be going to the state building right after it. And we're mm-hmm. going to lose one like we we know where we you kind of already know where you're going with that. And I'm like, damn it. I really like this actress. But I also think it hits home of how people are going to die yeah like like it's kind of like a game of thrones moment of like this is a big actress it, it it's not as it's not as hard-hitting as like ned stark losing his head but you also kind of have to look at it as like this is not a small actress this is not a small part this is not a small character and she's gone one bite we're done like that's how dangerous this world really is and how careful you have to be because the second you have a scratch it's over yep so overall i think it was a great episode um my you know my wife was i'm no longer watching the episodes with my wife after this one uh because she hides and can't let the dogs out at night or can't walk upstairs by <laughs> herself or every creak in the floor now freaks her out because it sounds like clickers so um I'll be watching them all by myself on on, on my own uh, instead of instead of in the same room because I just don't think she's gonna be able to handle this because we got a lot more to come here, James. We got a lot more to come. We we are we are just in the infancy of this story. Absolutely. All right. That is two dudes that game that reviews. I, I really really got to come up with a thing. I don't know what to call it. <laughs> reviewing stuff. That's what I'm calling it. It's, this is the reviewing stuff segment of two dudes that game and i'm leaving it at that game no not to do's tv because it's reviewing stuff we're just reviewing stuff here man it might be tv it might be movies it might be a cool new uh taint tickler that james has that he needs to do a review on of how much he likes it um if you don't know what we're talking about there which you wouldn't know what you're talking i'm talking about there go watch past to do's the game podcast episodes and you'll find out what we are (sighs) talking about um a little bit of news. I know it's been around a while and we're. I, I'm probably going to make a second video for this, but James and I have made the uh, executive decisions of our company of two to uh, condense everything down to the two dudes that game brand and um, the last choice network um, is now going to be a parent brand. It's not going to be its own YouTube channel or anything. So if you see that um we have rebranded everything into two dudes that game and then um the last choice is now just for james's other podcast that he does uh parents versus gaming so if you're really interested in your parents out there and you have questions about what games are good for your kids um all of the different things uh they bring on some great guests and things like that please tune in there they're also on uh you guys do that live on Facebook and Twitch as well. We do
1: it live on Kia Kane's Twitch channel. Cool.
0: Yeah. So you have the one ability Sunday
1: to... a month. We record all four episodes.
0: Cool. So you guys have um, that ability to uh, see that, and then everything else has been condensed down to just two dudes that game. And we're really going to be driving hard this year to continue the gaming side, and really kind of like what we're doing here. This is about a game, so we're going to review it. Um hoping to get some different game reviews in there. We have the up news updates that I've been doing for quick news that's out there. Um then also our weekly podcast that will be hosted at that time. So um thank you for everyone that has followed us and done everything. Please hit the like button, subscribe, share, do all of those things. I'm Ender. That guy over there's James. We're out.